Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of the Llama Drama Podcast with myself, Dan of Beyond Sims, and... Rachie Bob from youtube.com forward slash Rachie Bob. You've got to get that plug in there, Rachel. Oh yeah, you, pl- <laughs> you plugged yours. <laughs> I didn't give any URLs. Oh, <laughs> yeah, beyondsims.com. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, (laughs) exactly. Um, So this is an interesting one because this is a very, very special episode today where we are having our first ever special guests on the episode. Yes, we have SimGuru Megs and SimGuru Jack from The Sims Mobile team. And they're going to be chatting with us later in the show about the latest update, the huge update that's come in. It, which is the neighbourhood. <laughs> the neighbourhood. It's just it, one. Oh my gosh, it's, it's going to be a huge update for The Sims Mobile and I honestly think it's going to change the way people play this game. So it's so amazing um, that they've decided to join us. So make sure you stay tuned for that. It's going to be all well worth your time. Yes, and I must apologise to you, Dan, on air about <laughs> which is actually the second time we've recorded this because oh. I didn't record my part of the yeah. audio properly. I, and... I went into editing and for some reason there was no voice from Rachel and I don't think it'd be a very good podcast at all if it's just me having a one-way conversation. <laughs> I, suppose, a weird. I suppose people could have kind of like joined in and tried to chip into the conversation and said their own things and yeah when we're talking about discover university and i'm telling you everything in the pack you just hear you going oh that sounds good yeah yeah that's great <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah i'm sorry about that and if we sound a bit deflated <laughs> that's probably why <laughs> we promise we're having a joyful time recording this yeah it was much better the first time <laughs> oh god it's not even like we can go back and let you kind of like I don't know, add, add in some conversation. <laughs> no, it's so difficult. I feel like I want to set up a million microphones just as a, a safe <laughs> safety net. Oh my gosh, imagine that. That would be like a 360 experience that we're able to offer. Yes. <laughs> oh gosh, no, I'm not sure. Surround sound. No. <laughs> But I guess we can move on before, obviously before we get to our very big, fantastic interview, we can dig into the latest from the world of The Sims 4 because Discover University launched this month. Yes, and it's a huge, huge pack, which I've been playing, well, I had early access, so it was only like a day early. Um, (laughs) Not that I'm bitter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least it's better than when it used to be, when, like, the US would get it on the Tuesday, the UK would get it on the Friday, and oh oh my gosh, that's Yeah, anyway, everyone was like, why? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's all changed. Thank God. But this is the first pack, actually, since, actually, I think since The Sims 3 days, that I haven't played Early Access for. And it's it's weird, because I'm normally very tuned into what's going on, but I've been quite detached as this pack's been announced so i'm honestly not really that sure well, i haven't played it yet because i need to buy it but then mm-hmm. as well um i'm not really sure what to expect from it to be honest because well i haven't had a chance to really <laughs> give yeah. it a go yeah well there's not much to go off like in the trailers and stuff and i 
I think I did watch some live streams, but not all of them. I don't like to spoil it too much. Mm. Um, and because I do think sometimes if you watch all the live streams, while they're good for the, those of us who like to create videos, it's quite good to watch them because you get a little bit of a head start on little secret things that they might pop in that you maybe wouldn't discover otherwise, not straight away anyway. Whereas I think for uh, someone who just wants to play it, you might just lose a little bit of the um, surprise if you watch every single live stream that the Sims team do. Um, so mm. I did I did watch some, but not all of them, because they seem to do a lot of them promoting the game these days. Um, but there was plenty of surprises in the pack, regardless, because it's a very meaty pack. And um, yeah, that the the main things for me were mm-hmm. there's obviously the bikes, which are a huge addition. Yes, now they sound they sound quite fun, and I've already seen that someone has modded it to look like a um, like a little cart golf. thingy. Yeah, yeah that's golf the one. Cart. Yeah, I saw that. It looks it looks pretty cute actually, just driving around. The bikes are cool, but the the routing is a little bit off. So like. It's quite a Sims thing, but it, like they'll get the bike out in the middle of the bar or the dorm um, and just bike around, <laughs> which is it's really stupid. Um, like they'll go up some stairs, like they'll go back to their dorm on their bike and then go up As the lift, do. yeah, and then get the bike out at the top of the lift to then get on it, sit on it, <laughs> and then get off it and then put it back in their inventory. So it's a bit... It, Ridiculous. It's, yeah, it's definitely not meant to be like that, but it's kind of a fun Sims, like, silly, silly thing. Oh, God. I guess I guess it's not the end of the world, but it, I get, um, hopefully they do find ways to kind of iron those little kinks out of it as time goes on. I mean, it's probably not the most pressing issue for The Sims 4, but... No. <laughs> but it still yeah. would be nice if they had, a, you know, if they did manage to dedicate a bit of time to that. There's definitely a lot of car hints in there as well. Um, there is a multi-storey car park. There are cars parked around on roadsides. So if they're not hinting at that, then they're not doing themselves any favours by doing those things. <laughs> I, oh, gosh. I mean, I guess it's something so many people really want now. So the fact that they've now got a bike, maybe they're kind of halfway there. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't something anyone I heard anyone shouting for a bike, so maybe it's just their way of easing into it. Maybe it would be interesting to see how they end up adding that in because obviously in The Sims 2, they get into the car, sit down in the car, reverse out the driveway, and go off. Sims 3, it was you'd walk up and teleport into it. And I remember when that first happened, I thought it was a bug because I was so shocked. <laughs> at, I was yeah. like, what? I was like, why aren't they? I was honestly flabbergasted, I remember. And whereas this one, it's kind of everyone just runs to the edge of the lot and disappears. So it's kind of a bit like how how it worked in The Sims 2 a little bit, but kind of somewhere closer to Sims 3. So I wonder if, if it would just be a... You know, with the bikes, do they climb on them or does it just appear? They climb on them. So the bike oh. will just appear, but okay, then yeah, they do fine. climb on them. So I wonder if the car would like appear and they get into the car. That would be... That would that, be nice. That would be very nice. Yeah, that's true. It would be nice because it just gives you that bit of... I don't know, like the the animation is there. It feels like it's going from one place to another instead of just appearing, I guess. Yeah, instead of it just being there for the sake of it being in the game to... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. 
But no, it sounds it sounds interesting. Um, yeah. w- what's the actual um, university side of it like? <laughs> well, I I do I rate this part very highly. Um, I think it's got loads to do, but it does have the rabbit holes. Um, and like I was saying in my review, like it's kind of, um, like obviously in the trailer they had to show they had to sort of mimic a classroom. Because mm-hmm. without a classroom, this pack makes no sense. And yet, you get the game, and it doesn't have any classrooms. So it and it could have them. Everything they've got in the game would totally work for a classroom. Because when you go to university and you have your class schedule, it will tell you when your classes are, and it will tell you what you need to do for each of those classes. And usually you'll have homework for every class, which you would do at home. Mm-hmm. But there's also, you can do a presentation, which they will physically do. And you can go to a laptop and submit a final um, exam paper. You can study. And to me, all of those things could have been done in a classroom as like an interactive classroom um, experience. Yeah, definitely. Kind of like get to work, um, like the detective career when they would have like a little board where they would put all their evidence, that sort of thing for the presentation. It already looks like that. So I really don't know why that wasn't integrated in that way. Because for me, I think um, Get to Work was a really, really popular pack. The way it functioned Mm. was like something we haven't seen before in The Sims 4. And it's never been repeated. We've got loads of new careers with this, but none of them are like worth anything oh no so i i really don't know why that decision was made when you're already making the effort like you're doing all this stuff with your sims and then they just disappear <laughs> so it's like oh. oh i guess it was like that in the sims two days but since then it has been fleshed out so much more you expect to be able to see more don't you yeah definitely Oh. So I just think it was unnecessary. Fair enough if you had no other interaction with them. Yeah, I don't yeah, understand yeah. why that system is there and then there's no classroom. That's true. Well, I haven't seen any like negative reactions to it, so I guess it must be ticking people's boxes, I hope, because obviously it was yeah. so hyped up. And I mean, and they really are closing the gap between the console releases as well, because that's coming out in just a, a week or two, isn't it? Oh, is it? That's yeah, good. it's really, really close. It's crazy how close that is now. The um the dorms are a little bit. I have seen something negative about the dorms and the bikes, like we've talked about. But I've noticed the dorms look a bit bare. Yeah, they're just they they look like they they feel like they haven't been created very well. They've got like um shared bedrooms, which I don't mind. I know some people said I've never heard of shared bedrooms at a uni, but I certainly had them at my uni, and the, the, but there's no kitchen. Um, and also the Sims weren't, like, they won't stick to one bed. They won't stick to one place to do the homework. They'll move around. Um, That's and, annoying. Yeah, and they, they, yeah, there's no kitchen in any of the dorms. So the Sims potentially have to go either get a microwave um, or they have to go out and get their food, which to me isn't really, like, I think, right. as a, yeah, in, in uni, you're trying to do everything as cheap as possible. Um, oh, yeah. But they somehow food appears on the table in the communal area, and it's things like a huge cooked turkey or mac and cheese. Just a massive plate of something will appear, 
and I think I saw, um, I think it was Jessamika that tweeted saying she'd seen that as well and she'd seen them, the Sims just grabbing it from a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that's a bug or I, I think it's meant to be like that. I don't know what, about the mirror, but I think they're meant to have the food there, but I just don't know why they would make food spawn <laughs> instead yeah, of just putting a kitchen in. Yeah, it's very strange. Oh. But one huge positive thing with the pack is the servers. They're really cool, the robots. Yeah, sorry, I thought you said servers then. I was like, what do you mean the servers? Server. <laughs> Server. <laughs> uh, oh, I think that's that... how you say it. Yeah, no, it is. I, I, at least that's how I've been saying it since like, The Sims 1. So if I've, you know, I yeah. highly like I could have get that wrong. But they look really <laughs> cool in the trailers. Yeah, they're really, really cool. And you have lots to do with them. You can play as them. They have um, their own needs. You can change their colour. You can make them fly, like Iron Man styly. Okay, they that's can, quite cool. Yeah, they can even like lift a toddler and take them to bed, and they can give a toddler <laughs> a bath. They can swim, and if they swim, so they're, they, they're waterproof. <laughs> they get the rust moodlet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, bless them. Yeah, it's so cute. Um, so yeah, they, there's lots of stuff you can do with those, and I think. There's a lot of stories you can tell with the pack. Some great cast items and build by. I haven't looked so much at build by because I was more playing it. But there's that sounds a lot quite of stuff. good though. I mean, yeah, it sounds like it's fairly full with stuff. Um, yeah, so that's quite exciting. Yeah, definitely. Oh, good. Oh, okay, I'm, look- I'm quite looking forward to. Uh, giving that a go I think I still need to find time like I've been holding off because I, I could buy it now but I, I just don't think I'll end up having a chance at the moment which is a real shame but yeah you want to set some time aside so you can properly dive in exactly because my luck is I'd buy it not play it for a bit and it would end up in the Christmas sale or something so. <laughs> yeah oh yeah wait for Black Friday maybe it'll be in a sale it's a bit early isn't it yeah well it's just been launched here you go here. yeah um yeah, no, so that'll be interesting to see, actually. I'll have to have a, a wee look. But um, also, this problem is there's so many games coming out at the moment because, obviously, Discover University's come out, Planet Zoo came out, which I purchased. I haven't had half an hour, I think. So there's just so many things that I really want to do. But um, I don't know, sometimes, it, you know, when you've then got a bit of free time, you just want to kind of, I don't know, zone out for a bit <laughs> instead of... Yeah, and like cause some, the games sometimes are an effort, aren't they? It can be sometimes. Yeah. Even they're meant to be like a escape, but still. Yeah. But... I guess that's why sometimes they are a bit more of an escape, because they take all of your brain away Maybe. from everything. Oh, <laughs> I honestly feel like I don't have a brain half the time, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Um, I need a holiday. Um, <laughs> you just but... had one. No, I have one. I know that. A, a weekend trip. Hmm. That's a holiday. Mm. Define holiday. <laughs> Christmas is a holiday. There you go. I mean, like, a week out of the country. <laughs> okay. Okay. Which is c- coming soon. Um, <clears throat> but no, I mean, Discovery University sounds really awesome. And they've also announced the um, second community-created stuff pack as well, haven't they? Yes, and there's some really fun stuff listed. So you basically like choose what you want. I can't remember how it went. There was, it was like choose your favorite out of these things, and then choose your favorite out of these things, and then what would be like rate these packs. 
that kind of thing, isn't it? Mm. And they have like there's one of them's got a grim. Is that a magic kind of themed one? It has the Grim Reaper. Um, that one sounds quite fun, career. I think, and quite different. But it sounds yeah, it sounds interesting though because I thought that description for a stuff pack sounded more gameplay related. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they're kind of playing around with making these stuff packs like kind of a, anything instead of just yeah. being objects now. Yeah, maybe like mini game packs. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of what they... I think they've done that with the last... What was the last stuff pack? Moschino. Oh, not that one. <laughs> what, was be- what was before that? My first pet stuff. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Forget it. Scrap that. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it's the What's only the way one? it's up. <laughs> what was the one before that? What if they have to do pets Moschino stuff? <laughs> I think they've realised that actually the stuff has been a bit crap since um, they haven't done a community one because before my first pet stuff it was Laundry Day which was the last community created one and that one I mean how do you market a, a game download about laundry yet yeah, that one done really well people love laundry like we just had that in a Sims mobile it's um, weird, isn't it? Yeah. That's one of my favourite things about The Sims 3 Ambitions is the fact that you get laundry machine, you know, like a washing machine. Yeah. I, I love that part about that pack. Just makes it more realistic, doesn't it? Like it's, little yeah. things like that. I don't want to do it in real life, but oh, gosh, in the no, game. I hate it. But, oh yeah, well, gosh, yes, in the game, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've come to, I think I've come to the conclusion from this that just Simmers, we are just all very unique people aren't we unique <laughs> unique i was yeah i was gonna use a different word but i think unique is probably the correct one yeah oh, <laughs> kind of one yes exactly uh but no that sounds really fun so definitely go and vote on that if you haven't yet and keep an eye out for all the future things coming up i really hope we get the arts and craft and knitting or whatever it is one. the knitting looks good yeah but so. i do like the grim reaper stuff I mean, I know Lindsay put on Twitter saying how, um, you know, just because you haven't voted for it now doesn't mean it will never happen. Um, mm. So it'll be interesting to see if they do take on any of the other ideas as well that were that were popular for afterwards. Um, and likewise, I, I still find it interesting the amount of effort going into The Sims 4 because I, I just obviously have no idea when we're meant to expect something new. Yeah, I mean, they're obviously working on it. Cause oh, yeah. They're, yeah, they've got so many people who are just... Because they plucked Disappeared. so many. Sim- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, even even um, Grant, he always says on the um, um, Twitter, oh, I'm a producer on The Sims, but I don't work on The Sims 4. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, so it's just like, right. Yeah. So, and you've took and you've moved Sims Mobile over to Fire Monkeys, didn't fire anyone, so you have a whole team of people. Hmm. Yeah, is something coming? If it's not a Sims 4, Cars, Standalone Park, oh then. <laughs> or yeah. The Sims 4. Pets, Moschino stuff. The Pets, Moschino, laundry, (laughs) vintage, (laughs) patio, party. Yeah, that one. Strange, stranger, magic, bill. (laughs) Adventure. (laughs) With spas. That sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) We're ridiculous. (laughs) But, 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 you know what this now means. Now that we've covered The Sims 4 news... It is time. Drumroll. <laughs> it's time to 
listen to our... <laughs> this was what? better the first time. It's time. <laughs> should, we try, should, should we try again? Should we try, oh, let's go back to that drum roll. <gasps> it's time to listen to our interview with Simgur Megs and Simgur Jack about the Sims mobile neighbourhood. And now, guys, we are very happy to be joined by Simguru Megs and Simguru Jack. Hi, guys. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello. Absolutely. Yes, it's me. I'm Simguru Jack. Um, (laughs) 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 I'm I'm a designer on The Sims Mobile. Um, I guess Sims TV co-host. That's correct. Technically, now, or guest star. (laughs) That's right. See how that goes. VIP um, guest. VIP guest. Yep. Um, yep. That's e- me. Excellent. I'm Simgaru Meggs. I am a marketing community specialist on The Sims Mobile here at Fire Monkey Studios in Melbourne, Australia. And it's a really crispy morning on the way, almost summer, I suppose. And we, that whole studio here is um, it's empty. No one's actually rocked up to work yet. So we're super pumped to be here and chatting with you both, Dan and Rach. So thanks for having us. For sure. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk about the new feature, Neighbourhoods. Very exciting. Yeah, we haven't been here. We've got lots to talk about and we really can't wait for players to experience it and uh, all your fans that listen to Beyond Sims. (laughs) So what is the actual Neighbourhood update? Can you tell us a bit about what it is, how many lots and the lot sizes, things like that? Yeah, so basically the Neighbourhoods update is adding three new lots um, for players to build their homes on. So four lots in total now. Uh, the, the actual size of the lots are the same size of the original lot, uh, with land expansions being slightly different and all this sort of thing. Um, yeah, so basically it's just a way for players to create um, new homes, new stories, things like that. And yeah, it's really exciting. Yeah, we are so pumped because this feature has been in development for like three whole months. And that's probably the longest time our team has dedicated to creating a feature because it takes a lot of bandwidth, a lot of um, a lot of the developers have dedicated their time to making this perfect because uh, it has to be just right to launch something like this. And it's launching right before Christmas. So I guess officially it's November 26th, whatever time zone that might be for you. And we it's launching before all that Christmas content, which we can talk about later, but it's also the best, most exciting thing the game has built this year because of just the amount of extra things players can do with these new house lots. Like, you know, if you've always wanted to create your dream mansion, but you didn't want to demolish, like, the current build that you have, this is the best opportunity to go wild with your interior decorated dreams, your, I guess, even storytelling for your favourite Sims. Yeah, I mean, if you've been playing the game the two years that it came out as well, that's a lot of stuff that you have, so... Now you have somewhere to put it, and you have to demolish the whole house, and yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, that's a great point, actually. I need places to put all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, mm, I'd like to bulldoze that nice pink house you keep building, Rachel. Hideous. <laughs> it's legendary. I love that pink house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love Rachel's side here. Everyone needs a pink house, to be honest. <laughs> uh, I'm quite excited to be able to have more space to be able to build more monstrosities just because I'm not a builder but I try to piece something together that's good at the time but then you can't uh, look back to it. 
a few weeks later and you're what like, kind of why, why do you them? Say that again, sorry. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of um game do you like to play when you play the Sims? Like what kind of are you a storyteller? Are you a like a, a more of a designer stylist? I think definitely on mobile it's more storytelling. Definitely more <laughs> kind of playing my Sims, carrying on their lives and doing that. Whereas more on the PC side, I think that is kind of a bit of a mishmash of everything. I'll try to build, I'll try to do things, and I eventually end up using mother load and that doesn't quite go to plan. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> I want to take the next question, Daniel. Oh, of course. Um, so, <laughs> so with this update, um, what was the thing that made um, you and the team decide to create the like a neighbourhood? What was the, the driving thing behind that? Well, I think to some extent it seemed like a natural first step. Like obviously, so when Fire Monkeys took on the project, there was like this huge learning curve like that's that this sort of thing doesn't really happen often where you know a, a game is handed over sort of thing so um there was a long learning period of like you know understanding the reins and how to do things and then when we were like okay we sort of we have a handle on how things work and where things are because <clears throat> you know with these sorts of projects there's just stuff everywhere like in terms of files and things like that so you, you have to understand all that so once we sort of understood what we were doing yeah it was like okay we went now we can sort of do what we want to do um, what's the natural first step and you know we all play the game and of course we run into fairly similar desires and wants you know when players are saying oh we want this and we want that we're like yeah totally we want that as well so I think the first thing we kind of agreed on was like yeah more lots for sure yeah once we that's such a good point actually you sort of mentioned it there Jack um when we took the reins of TSM we actually jumped on Twitter ourselves just to see what all the players and fans were saying about the project when we acquired it. And I guess the big bones of contention people were pointing out the most. And then over time, once we sort of helped got um, all the ducks in a line, we all jumped onto Twitter as Sim Gurus, which is sort of about how we sort of watched how Sims 4 did it and we started it ourselves as well, because we love engaging with all our players, especially on Twitter at the moment. And we put a poll out just to see what everyone voted on. And the fact that this feature was the number one ranking, as of many other things, absolutely. The list is very long, which we're super excited about. And um, yeah, we just couldn't wait to do this first. I think this was the logical first step to a bigger picture, a bigger roadmap down the track. Yeah. That's really cool. And I think you said it took three months, was it, to build neighborhoods? Did uh, the neighborhood, sorry. Did um was it was it like as tricky as you thought it would be? Was it more tricky, less tricky? How did it turn out? It actually, yeah, it turned out pretty well. So I think, yeah, so with Sweet Treat Showdown, that was one of our bigger, like that was one of the first major things we worked on. And that was, I guess, a lot more of a learning experience. And so we sort of hashed out a few things and got like, because there's like a lot of processes and things like that. So we learned a lot from that and that made neighborhoods, or neighborhood, excuse me, I'll do the same thing. Um, yeah, a lot smoother. So yeah, it was actually, it was really, really good. We all kind of came together with that one and um, it worked out quite well, yeah. Mm. We did lots of focus groups internally, as well as like testing to make sure it's like a seamless experience. So all those logical places where buttons are placed. Um, we've got, yeah, a massive team of, the team is huge here so for TSM, so it's, yeah, a lot of love went into this feature. Yeah, you can't imagine the amount of discussion that went into, like, 
having one button. It's like, is this a toggle? <laughs> Why it shouldn't even be there? Like honestly, days of just like back and forth, people having different opinions. What does the player want? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of work about stuff that you won't even like. You won't even notice, which is good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't want you going. Oh, they've obviously put a lot of thought into this one button to all the conflicts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, at least we know there's a lot of thought and attention went into went, went into that choice. So that's that's quite good. Um, so I guess obviously because. I mean, it's, it's a huge update, like you've said. So how do you think that's going to be, how will that change the way people actually play The Sims Mobile now? Well, essentially, uh, there is two ways people can access the half lots, which will depend on the type of player that they are. So there can either be level 18, which is kind of like not really an early player. It's kind of been playing for a couple of months maybe, and you can... There's a timer on it to unlock that takes eight hours. Or you can be any level. You can be just past the tutorial and use sim cache to unlock it straight away. So I think it depends on what type of player you are and what kind of in-game currency you have as to how you'll approach using the new lots and if you find a need for it at the beginning of the game anyway. So it does depend on the player journey. And I think um, it will really depend on if you're a builder and what kind of how many sims you have and everything like that. Mm. Yeah, I think I, so like we look at Twitter and like social media and stuff and see the sort of stories that people are telling and I'm sort of imagining a lot of this person went to this person's house and they said this and they went home and told their friend and rah, rah, rah. So I think like those are the stories I'm sort of expecting to see just based off the, the trends of what I see from community. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to some of the, the more intense fictions that pop up on Twitter and stuff like that. Exploding. <laughs> That's the thing, Rach. Can you correct me if I'm wrong? But you know, people go. They have social parties at um, online on the game because they want to use the houses that have all the hobby items. Is that fair to say? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I guess with this feature, you can actually only have parties at the main house that this person already has. So even though you'll have like up to four new homes. You can build extra spaces in these lots and for whatever you want to want them to be. But essentially you can have like a, a hobby house where all your like items are that you're owning are in that one house and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. You guys must be so excited to see how the community uses this, like to actually see it in yeah. people's hands. Very true. I'm so excited. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was mentioned on the Sims TV episode that Megs and I did episode again here, but yeah, like um, I don't know if it's going to be like a very formal thing or anything like that, but yeah, we're definitely keen to see people's creations, like with all the different lots and how they sequence them. Because when we were taught, like when we were developing it, and we sort of we were coming up with all the ideas and things you can do, like yeah, the idea of like you know having a park like next to your house that your sims can go and visit. So obviously the intention is that, you know, you you build houses there, but the, like you can kind of build wherever you want. So there are the, there's the town, but like, so if you want to say, oh, my sim went and visited my bed and breakfast and you just build a bed and breakfast, then you can just say, there's a bed and breakfast in my game, you know? So I think it gives us like giving the creative freedom to players means that so if we say, oh, we want to put a hotel into the game, we actually have to like, but we can just kind of let players like decide what they want in their game for their sims to visit, if that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so, because we keep saying neighbourhoods instead of neighbourhood, will there be more neighbourhoods in the future? 
That's a juicy question. I'm really, really glad you asked. I think it's something we would love to do in the future. So I'm definitely not saying no, but we have so many more exciting things that are different and new and all add value in different ways on our roadmap before we actually build on to more neighborhoods. We want the impact of this to be huge and we have a lot more exciting things to look forward to before we add more neighborhoods if we actually end up doing so. How big? Oh. But exciting. It is very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 2020 is going to be, I think, the best year for the Sims Mobile. Oh my That's goodness. good. <laughs> 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 Christmas is coming early. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so with the new neighborhood update, how many playable Sims and non-playable characters can you actually have um, in all of these lots? Does it change the amount we have or is it um, still the same? Yeah, so I've definitely seen this question pop up um, yeah, and we'll, we'll clarify. So the four playable sims, like the four active sims you have you know, down the bottom of your screen, so that's not changing. So you still just have those four sims. Now, per house, you can have up to eight non-playable sims. So you can have... a house with like all four of your active sims and then you can have eight inactive like non-playable sims and then you can have eight in each and every other house yeah. it is yeah, it is a little bit like tongue twisty and hard to explain but basically that it's just yeah the four active sims and then a maximum of eight non-playable per house so it means you could have nine sims in each house if you want to split your active sims among each house basically mm. yeah. my favorite part about that is like how easy it is to move those sims around at any moment you so well please it's one of the best seamless things that you can do if you suddenly decide like your sims are breaking up and they're going to move out straight away you know you can just make that change whenever you want and your family portrait in the house actually updates immediately and you know you can change the stories whenever you want yeah for sure yeah I just imagined some poor guy being kicked out to live in a park. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're lucky, you might end up at the B&B. <laughs> no, I love that. And I think what you just mentioned, Rach, is like the beautiful aesthetics that each lot kind of come with. They're all so different. And, you know, there's a my favourite lot is there's one right near a really cute lake. And I'm just going to put a park bench there and maybe a plant and just you know, my sims are just going to sit on that and look at the river and, you know, have a peaceful afternoon, whatever they want to. So there's lots of super flexible, but they all come with something really unique about them that make you want to spend time in those spaces. Yeah. Um, you've touched on this a little bit, but um, do hobby items and buff, like boosting items work across all lots? Yeah, so that... Yes, that, that is true. So basically, like, if you have, uh, I can't think of one, something that, say, for example, boosts your shower energy recharge by, like, two, you know, or whatever it might be, if that's a one house, it will just sort of apply universally. So the decision, and, and so with hobby items, it's the same thing, uh, that if you have a boost in one house and then the guitar in the other house or whatever it is, that doesn't really make sense in that context. But you can go to someone else's house and you can play guitar. The reason for that was basically that if, if you restricted them, you would actually create these weird scenarios for players. The players are like, well, now I have to put all my boost items for energy in one house, and then I feel inclined to put all my sims in that house because that's where they're getting boosts. So you actually create these weird 
sort of gameplay like scenarios. We just didn't want to have that behavior. Like, again, we play the game. I don't want to have to do that. Like, we can see it happening down the track, right? Like, if we make this decision, then when I pick up the game to play it, when this update comes out, I'm going to be in this weird scenario where all my sims, even though we made this update where we want people to put them in different lots, we're actually making them making players put them in one lot because of this weird restriction. So yeah, we just, it's just universal, no big deal, yeah. Cool. Excellent. Um, but parties are only like in one in your main house, right? And if you want people to come over to that party, they can only use the hobby items in that house, and that so they don't work in that sense, but they work for your household. Is that right? Yes. Yes, that is the one one edge case. Yeah. Um, are there any other things we should know about coming as part of this update? From, I guess, a marketing perspective as well, um, the December update with the neighbourhood feature is actually jam-packed full of exciting things for players to experience as well. We are doing a lot of Christmas, holiday, seasonal stuff, which is really fun, and Simtown is going to be covered in snow for the month of December. So we have two sweet treat shout challenges. I was going to say, that was showdown and challenges in one. So, <laughs> Challenge. <laughs> Yeah, and essentially we have some really exciting amounts of like rewards this month. So what we're excited to have launched in the game are chimneys, Christmas trees, and a whole bunch of furniture, really like brand new things that we haven't had in the game before in all these different color variants. And yeah, and essentially there is a, another seasonal quest that runs alongside the same time as the Christmas Sweet Treat Challenge. And yeah, I think players are going to love everything that comes for the rest of the update as well as the neighbourhood feature. And that doesn't the mailbox, the mailbox has moved, right? So it's not in the oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Forget Christmas. <laughs> this is more important. Yeah, we're really glad that people noticed that. Um, yeah, so obviously it, that mailbox, yeah, we just moved it on the new lots. We moved it to that like curb grass strip. So you just don't have it. In that lot, in the original lot, it's in the same place because it kind of they, they, there's some weird technical difficulties if you just remove an item from someone's lot, and depending on how they've arranged it, it just like breaks <laughs> things. So yeah, with the new lots, it will just be on the curve. Yeah, well, that's good to know. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah, we um, actually we're super excited to see what our players end up doing with these new lots. And if they jump onto Twitter and hashtag the Sims Mobile eventually when they get to that stage in their game, we'd love to see what everyone decides to build and it's going to be the best. We can't wait to see. I think with how creative the Sims community is, I think it's going to be really, really interesting to see those things. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, ideas and all these things that people want, we listen to all of it. We are on our Twitter all the time, so no tweet goes unturned, basically. We love all the feedback we get. Yeah, the other thing, like you were speaking of things changing, which but um, yeah, the placement limit. That was a really big one for me because okay. I was like, I yeah, we really wanted to remove that. So yeah, the the it's the limit of each item that you can um, purchase essentially is what we've removed. So you can buy as many chairs. There's still like an overarching limit to like how many things you can the like the game can actually accept on a lot technical things, rah, rah, rah. But um, yeah, if you just want to fill a lot with chairs, you're like totally welcome to do that. Make chair land. <laughs> but, uh, that is the first thing that. I'm going to be making now. <laughs> Laundry detergent. <laughs> the limit yeah. of 25 just wasn't enough. 
You can tell, yeah, like, you know, Sims, they're so creative, I'm really tapping into that creativity, that idea there, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess a, a question from my side would be, are there any plans to update, like, buy mode in the future um, in the Sims Mobile? Because, I mean, I know in the past there's been updates to things like the inventory, and then obviously now we've got this, and there's going to be a lot of building. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think the more items we add and I guess the more types of categories we end up building over time, if we end up doing so, we would definitely look at that and make sure it's the most usable, like most user-friendly experience of all time. Like I also work on The Sims Freeplay and their amounts of like items and objects in the game are I think a thousand times more than so something we have always at the forefront of our mind to make sure that experience is the best it can be for players, but Definitely down the track if it needs to be changed, but it'll be something we'll all look at as a team. Yeah, I mean, this is the advantage of it being like a live service time, I suppose. You know, if we there's always an intention to improve things, yeah. we just want to make things easier and better. Sims is obviously a game about building, so in, in whichever way we can make that a better experience for players, at some point, or at all times, there is an intention to do that where we can. Yeah, live service essentially means that we're constantly working in the background in our studio to identify when things need to be fixed and how we can make things better. And so when we do push out an update, not only are we giving fresh content every couple of weeks, we're also fixing bugs and other small like glitches and stuff to make sure that we're constantly delivering a smooth experience. So when players are online and telling us where we can do better, we, we always like listen and take it in and log it. So yeah, that makes us um, work cohesively and makes it a better game overall. Yeah, you can tell that you have passion for it and that you mm, listen to it. Like even like on free play and mobile, like all the, the back-end tweaks and things just really make the experience so much smoother and better. And it's not like just overloading with content and that's just eventually breaking things. It's like, it's just flowing and I just love it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rach. Yeah, it's definitely it's it's our mission and it we we all I would say our whole studio are big fans of our work as well. Like we all are incredibly dedicated to making it as best we can. So when we prioritize things over other things, there's definitely always a reason to why we do what we do, but um it doesn't mean that we'll never get to it. So it's yeah, something we're all really passionate about. Okay, can you offer any reassurance to longtime players um that things like pack images, bugs, things like that will be fixed. Like, especially now we're getting this huge update and it's obviously taking you a lot of time. And I know you're probably working on other super secret stuff that you'll never tell us, or eventually you'll tell us, but not soon enough. (laughs) But like, can you just reassure us that things like, things that we feel like we've been shouting about for a long time are actually being worked on or will be worked on in the future yeah for sure i mean it, that's the thing it might not be now and like obviously we can't tell you when it's going to happen but it, it's very hard like we know for sure like don't get me wrong we see those things and like we talk about them a lot um we're obviously just limited in how much we can do per update right so we just have to prioritize and sometimes, you know, I'll be working on something, oh, I'll go to, you know, commit some work and then I'll, I'll break something terribly and we have to fix that because 
Yeah. So it's yeah. your fault. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying, it's me. I'm the problem. No, please don't. Uh, don't ask me. <laughs> um, what Jack said is true. We see you and we hear you and there's a list of things that will always be endless. So we want you to all keep screaming and yelling as much yeah. as you can because it does help us fight a good fight and get some things reprioritized and brought forward to the top of the list. So just know that we're doing everything we can, even though we can't comment on everything, that we are across it and we're, we are aware. I think simmers especially are very, very good at shouting. So, <laughs> so I'm sure there'll be no shortage of that. Um, and I guess probably one question from our side to kind of, I guess, um, I guess wrap our questions up a little bit is, and it's quite open-ended, but what's next for The Sims Mobile? Oh my gosh, it's, it's a big loaded question. And I, this is great finale. <laughs> I think it's fair to say that like any celebrity would that's under NDA, that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that we have a huge 2020 ahead of us for The Sims Mobile. Our team is, we've had two successful Features launched this year being the Sweet Treat Challenge, Sweet Treat Showdown, and this new neighborhood feature. And so, with that under our belts, we have the power and all the force behind us to tackle really big things coming up. So, I think we'll be in now that we've really handled, we've got our social media on top of us. We can sort of say that stay tuned to social for all updates, teasers, and news, and all the same guru accounts as well for any updates and things like that but yeah stay tuned and um we're all here for the long term good that's so nice to hear <laughs> yeah absolutely it is isn't it we have jobs <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> no we Tim Jack and myself we are we love our work and everything we do we yes. love all of our um hardcore players so yeah keep yeah. on simming thank you so much for answering thank all our you. questions and yeah we're so excited to get our hands on this update i think everyone will be thanks for time players yes exactly jack and i love what you guys do out in the sims community whether that be sims 4 sims great player or sims mobile and you guys contribute so much to the players and really connect them through you to us and you do so much so keep up the amazing work Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for everything, you too. <laughs> Thank you. How amazing does that update sound? So amazing. I can't wait. And a huge, huge thank you to Megs and Jack from the Fire Monkey Studio thank for you. telling us all about this update and some other juicy little bits on the side as well. Yes, I didn't expect those juicy bits. No, I didn't either. So that's mm -hmm. really cool that we got to share those out with our lucky listeners. It's... I think for our first, as far as first guests go, I think I think we've done pretty well. Yes, so well. Like it's funny because um, when she was talking about those extra bits coming over the Christmas period, like we obviously. Well, it's not obvious, of course, but we know about those, like, and we're under NDA, so we can't say anything. So when she's, like, saying it, I'm thinking, you can't say that. You can't say that. That's under NDA. I'm like, oh, she can do what she wants. <laughs> Especially on our she podcast. She makes the rules. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But no, it was so lovely and especially because it was so early for them and it was quite late for us. It was all just very, very nice. Yes. Um, it worked very well. 
And thank you as well, shout out to Annabelle Platinum Simmers. Thank you so much to Annabelle because it was her idea that all this came together. We were having a group chat and she makes us saying how she liked the podcast and she thought it was really good. Yes. And um, Annabelle was like, you should go on it. (laughs) Like, okay. So thank you, Annabelle, for planting that seed. Good. That was that was very well done. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and obviously, any other guests are more than welcome to join us. Yes. <laughs> so we'll have to have a think on that one. Get some more uh, awesome people on here. Yes, definitely. But I mean, that always nicely segues on to the closing elements of the podcast, where we discuss. And, you know, this may be new if it's your first time tuning in. You may just be here for the interview. But if you go away <laughs> now, I'm going to be very disappointed. In you it hit. This is the best part where we talk about what we have been watching. Also, just just, just to quickly say, we haven't forgotten about free play, but they haven't <laughs> like released anything since we talked about it last time. So we're like, there's an, an update imminent, I would imagine, because we're coming up to Christmas. But as of this podcast recording, there's nothing out there. So that's why we're not snubbing them. We love them. <laughs> exactly. But yes, but what that, have we been watching? You are clearly building up a lot of, uh, you know, interest around what you're watching by delaying it there. So oh, yeah. Sorry. Watching? I've been watching <laughs> um, The Crown. I've been watching the new season of The Crown. Have you? I, yes, I have been. I'm on about episode four or five at the moment. Yeah, I actually just started episode six and then I got a text from you saying, there's no audio on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> How dare your... you? <laughs> I was going to say, I'm so sorry for ruining your Saturday night, but you kind of ruined mine. <laughs> yeah, I know. We've been, she been recording this all night, like since tea time. And now it's oh my half past nine. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I see Seasons one and two of The Crown, I got to watch completely by myself. But now I'm watching it with my boyfriend, so I can't watch it without him being here. Oh, that is the worst. When you're like, oh, I have to wait until we're both ready to watch it. And it's like, oh I just, I'm actually quite glad because I was expecting you to be like, I've seen it all. And you're the worst for spoilers. So I know it's right. What do you mean I'm the real. worst for Well, you spoilers. are. You are. I've never spoiled things. <laughs> you, you'll sort of drop something in that was like, oh, I don't want to know that kind of thing. I'll do it. I don't intentionally do that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call you out on it next time. Please do, because okay. I don't realise I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I always I always thought I've been fairly spoiler free. <laughs> mm. Mm, a likely story. But uh, yeah, yes. Crown's been good. I think it's not as good as previous ones, but... And and it takes a bit of getting used to the characters. It does. It's hard to know who's who, isn't it, sometimes? Yeah, you but... have to remind yourself. who Who's that again? Oh, yeah, okay. But the way that they actually reveal that, you know, it's Olivia Coleman is very clever in the first few minutes because you don't have a clue. Um, actually, you don't get to see who the actor is and for ages and then they kind of show, like, a portrait of both of them. So it's like, oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah, it's cleverly done. Definitely. I re- really, really like how they've done that. So that's very clever, and it's still very nice to watch. And some of the some of the episodes are very upsetting as well. So it's just quite emotional, really. Yeah, they seem to be picking the really emotional ones this time. Yes. Oh, great! Just just what we need to cheer <laughs> us up. 
<laughs> if you are looking for something to cheer you up, though, one thing I have been watching is something called Derry Girls, um, which is all of it based in Ireland um, during like the IRA and things like that. But um, it's uh, it's quite funny. It's also quite sad, some of it, obviously, because of the time it takes place in. But it's very good, very quick humour. Um, so I, I, I'd, I'd highly recommend it. And it's very quick episodes, like 25, 30 minutes. That's good, isn't it? Because you, you have like things that you want to sit down and properly watch. But then to have things that you can just quickly watch while you're eating your lunch or something is, exactly. is much and better. One thing I've started watching in between the first recording of this episode and the second <laughs> recording of this episode is sh- is Shit's Creek. Is that right? Skits oh, Creek? Oh no, no, you were right the first time. <laughs> I started watching. I didn't like it. Oh, I quite enjoyed the first episode because it's got what's her name, Catherine from um, yeah. Home, Home Alone. I know. Um, so it's all. I quite enjoyed it, but um, and it's got him from There's Something About Mary. I think we, we even said me and Ryan said the other day, like that's still going. People are actually watching it. <laughs> <laughs> People like you, Dan. <laughs> I've only just started watching it, and I think it's going into its final season. And says you watching like The Meg and all these other random. <laughs> <laughs> the Meg. The is, OA and uh, whatever so else. I have watched watch. the OA. There's still something that you told me to watch on the flight to San Francisco three years ago that I still have not even watched yet. So was that um, was that that uh, Shallows? I might have been. Cause you'll really like it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you will, but I really like it. <laughs> I probably won't then. Yeah, it's really good though. Like if you've got any taste, you, you will. <laughs> and we all know I have impeccable taste, Rachel. Uh huh. Sure. Well, clearly I have impeccable taste at picking you as a friend. Hey! <laughs> clearly. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Anywho, we um, digress. So, yes. let's wrap it up. Yes. We've, we've been doing this for much too long. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's kind of worked out quite nicely though, because some people will probably be thinking, have they just literally just said everything again and done like some acting? But actually it's quite different how oh it's turned yeah out i now. faked the um, whole other, thing i know you fake everything <laughs> <laughs> fakey bop yeah. that's what they call me <laughs> that's what i call you amongst other things um so <laughs> but um no i think it's we've had, we've had some better things to talk about i think yeah yeah it did actually come out a bit better i think yes so i'm very glad about that but as always Thank you so much for tuning in to the Llama Drama Podcast. We love that you take some time to tune in um, and listen to us. And if it's your first time listening because of the lovely interview, please feel free to subscribe or follow us on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. We are also now on Spotify. Um, So feel free to head over there as well as iTunes. You can listen to my Simlish parody songs on Spotify as well if you really want to have a treat. Oh my gosh, are they only on, are they, are they only on Spotify? They are on Spotify. And I don't oh, know if they're I all remember. on there, but some of them are. My, my sister the other day was like, why when I search for you on Google, does it say you're a musical artist? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't want to talk about it. Has she ever heard them before? Oh, I think she hasn't. That's so embarrassing. Oh, like, well, what's embarrassing? Sorry, this is, I know we've just said goodbye to everyone. <laughs> last night, um, what was it? My housemate, we're having some drinks with friends and all that. And my boyfriend's not really seen my the YouTube things. 
they dug up, they searched Beyond Sims, and the thing that popped up was this old interview on your channel from five, six years ago, where it's, uh, and I'm, oh, it's horrendous. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's awful. And he just kind of looked at me like, oh. <laughs> oh. I know, it's quite funny, but it, yes, I'm, yes, it's awful. I wish there was no visual meet the evidence of, of, of me from back then, but there we go. <laughs> It's all there, and it's not going anywhere. Oh, great. Thank you <laughs> so much. You're welcome. Oh, my gosh. Well, I might go listen to some of your music now. Um, <sighs> Don't do it to, to yourself. Uh, and, and, well, I, well, Frozen 2's out now. I expect a, a sequel. Oh, there might be one. Why oh, not? Re- <laughs> Why? Okay, I'm holding you to this. <laughs> okay. Let's go now. So- <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Yeah, thank you so much. Don't forget to subscribe. (laughs) And we'll see you soon. Bye.